In a universe where life does not end at death, we explore the infinite possibilities forged by our very minds. Welcome to our Thetian Anthologies. Greetings fellow travelers and storytellers. Welcome to a special entry of the Arthurian Anthologies podcast, where I, Matthew Arthur, guide you through the forbidden veil of the dark void. If you have been following along through each episode, it has been a few times now that I have made reference to this location where the consumed thrives. Just in time for Halloween 2020, I hope you are prepared, as the knowledge found here has been deemed destructive and can lead toward a path of corruption. Around 800 cycles after the convergence of the core, there were rumors of a place found in Botonic that spread throughout the realms during an array of a single cycle. This array was given the title Submergence, as all the stars seemed to dim and there would be more missing persons than usual. Grand Sage Illumin, the one that devised the calendar, reported in his codex the reasoning as to why this array takes place every cycle. In it, he describes granting darkness a little room to breathe, or it will suffocate and fight to survive. The rune forgers of the time knew of this darkness but considered its teachings a forbidden practice, as the energy that stems from it is the most difficult to control. As described in Entry 6, Void Energy is said to have destructive capabilities that consumes everything in its path, including the corruption of one's mind. If one does not have a strong will, they are lost as soon as the Void binds itself to them. There are a few ways this can occur. The first way is through the consumption of an individual. In the Alien Archives, a species category has been noted by the name of Voidwalkers. There are two kinds of Voidwalkers that lurk within the Dark Void. The consumed are those creatures that were once sentient, but have been torn out from their own minds and controlled by the Hive. And then there are the pure Voidwalkers, creatures that are born from the mating of consumed. These creatures are considered the head of the Hive, controlling all consumed they have accumulated throughout their entire lives. The second and most common way is through an individual's own hubris. Though this is a less pure form of consumption and is considered corruption using void energy. See, when an individual is corrupt, it means they utilize more of their inner void to gain control over a situation. The further their corruption, the easier it is for them to turn into a void walker themselves. In cycle 874 of the Submergence Array, there was a darkening effect that nearly wiped out many advanced civilizations and outright destroyed millions of primitive cultures. Known as the Longest Array in Core Records, this submergence gave birth to thousands of void walkers, expanding the dark void throughout the cosmos, and almost awakened the Almighty. This array is referred to by sages as the Void Expanse, 
and after it, no one dared to journey into the heart of this expanse. What caused this massive shift is rumored to be the return of the Almighty, a powerful entity that once controlled all void walkers found throughout its existence. Compared to the regal entities, this entity had enough power to destroy an entire realm and was rumored to have shifted itself into a mortal being in order to enact its plans. Much like that of the Antichrist, an individual would be chosen to be given the title, the Almighty. During submergence of cycle 874, however, the Senate and Rune Forgers at the Runic Core noticed during the previous arrays, many in the cosmic membrane were wary of a dark omen. Whenever a cosmic dragon from the Draco Nebula was seen alive, it meant great fortune for the cosmos. But when one was seen dead, sorrow would spread along with the coming of a possible new age. It was rumored by a respectable kinetic seeker that the death of a cosmic dragon was imminent, and that in order to stop the death from occurring, a rescue team had to go to the world the dragon lived on, which turned out to be right on the outskirts of the Dark Void. As a result, the Runa Council sent a full battalion of rune forgers and command officers to handle the situation. It seemed the Runa Council once again made a poor judgment call, as they discovered the rumor was false, and the kinetic seeker was actually already consumed by a cunningly deceptive Voidwalker that went by the name Maz Zylo. With a quick turn of events, most of the forces that were sent in found themselves consumed by Maz Zylo. That is, all but three rune forgers and one command officer made it out, able to warn the council. But at the time, it was too late. The submergence began two months ahead of schedule and lasted for another 13 months, with stars dimming significantly more than ever before. The Council questioned how this could happen with the realms granting the Dark Void its room to breathe for the past nine centuries. This made them cautious of those that survived and returned resulting in deep interrogations. When I say deep, I mean invasive as they utilized their Newgonian forgers to probe their minds and find out if they were at all consumed. And they did. What they found was that the only one who was not consumed was the command officer. The forgers themselves did not feel the effects, but there was a seed planted, waiting for the right time to eat its way at their psyches. From these seeds, those probing the affected forgers were able to surgically remove them and examine them, researching all they could. The information they were able to glean from these was about Maz Zylo and the other Voidwalkers planning to evoke the return of the Almighty. Over the course of the next eight months, Voidwalkers began consuming entire societies across many worlds. As each hive grew, it seemed there was a competition forming between the many walkers that sought to bring about the Almighty. Almost like the Expanse was just a tournament to see who would be the one worthy enough to claim the title. 
the terrifying realization that Voidwalkers were only expanding out because of their thirst for power made the Runic Council focus their efforts at providing aid toward as many worlds as they could, while also being cautious of each walker's ability to consume them. Therefore, a new branch of Core Command was announced that gathered as many sins as possible and equipped them with enhancements that vaporized the seeds of the Void in seconds. It wasn't until four months after submergence of Cycle 874 that Core Command unveiled their new forces to put an end to this threat. An extermination raged on for another three months as the Sin forces were sent to every world where a Voidwalker hive was at. However, Ma Zilo, the Voidwalker that started all of this, was never found. Some believe it to have been taken out by another Voidwalker. But one thing is for sure. The Runicor, in all its faults, figured out a deterrent for Voidwalkers, and have maintained the Sin Command ever since. All just in case of a resurgence from the Dark Void. Thank you for listening to this entry. A few things were brought up here that you may have little knowledge of. Therefore, the next few episodes I will be diving into a few of those details in order to build up your knowledge. Once again, if you'd like to support me, you can donate to my Subscribestar account, Reborn in Power, or check out my website at athenianthologies.com. There is also a way for you to support this podcast on, on Anchor, so for those of you listening there, feel free to leave a tip if you enjoy what you're hearing. I will be posting this podcast up on Subscribestar as well as the website, so keep a watchful eye. Until then, be safe, stay safe, and if death comes to you, may you be reborn in power.